the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next couple hours, we can talk cars. And if you'd like to join us, you can. It's easy. You just got to give us a call, 602-508-0960, and we'll take you on the air live. We're going to have you in a little bit of a delay in case you say a bad word. Then Gil can push this magic button and take that bad word out. But that doesn't happen very often, damn it. Nevertheless, it's 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto. I-17 and Bell Road, Northeast Corner, if you live in that area and you don't already have a shop that you just love, then I would suggest that you try Kurtz for an oil change and see how you how you blend. He's family-owned and operated, been around a very, very long time, was recognized as one of the Better Business Bureau Ethic Awards winners, um, and they opened their doors in 1987, so it ain't like they're spring chickens and were born yesterday. So Kurtz Automotive, I-17, and Bell. Shane, called in early. Shane, you're up first. How can I help you? Hi. I have a um, 2005 Mustang six-cylinder. And it's making a clattering sound, um, and I'm I'm trying to get confirmation, or if you could give me advice on how to get confirmation that it's valve lifter lifters, or um, the timing chain guide, or the two things that I've heard and talking with my friends and stuff. Okay, there's just so many other things that it could be. It can be an exhaust leak. It can be a ping. So I want you to describe how you does it happen all the time. If it's sitting there idling yes. or Go ahead. As soon as you fire it up, it starts. The clatter starts. Yes. And and it does it go up and down with RPM, so it goes, and then you give it up, so it's yes. RPM related. Okay. And yes. does it ever change? Um, it's been getting worse progressively. I, my daughter is my daughter's car, and she was driving it. Um, and she told me about it, but then when I finally heard it was a few weeks later, and she said, yeah, it's louder now. And I said, this doesn't sound good. Stop driving it. Okay. Um, How many miles are on it? 170-ish. And the, uh, obviously, you've checked the oil. Yep. It's okay. dark, but maybe it needs an oil change, but it's it's there. It's right level. Okay. And, and, and again, when you rev it up, the noise is there 100% of the time. So otherwise, when you throttle up, the noise doesn't go away, and then you let go of the gas, and the noise comes back, right? Correct. It's there 100% of the time. Okay. All right. It, it, that doesn't sound like anything to do with timing chain and gears and stuff, but that's easy enough to check. Um, does it have a distributor? No, it has coil packs. Okay, so what we typically do is just put a big breaker bar. We lift it up in the air and take a big breaker bar and put it on the front crankshaft pulley. And a very seasoned technician is going to rotate it from like 7 o'clock 
to 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock to 5 o'clock, and he can feel the slop in the chain. And okay. so if, you, if you've done a couple hundred of those, now it could be a, it could be a clatter, a lifter clatter, but you didn't say anything about the oil light being on, and typically substandard oil pressure will cause a lifter clatter, but it won't be there 100% of the time. Um, it could be a broken flex plate, and the flex, is it an automatic or standard? Automatic. Okay, and the flex plate will cause a noise that many of us have a tough time identifying. It's kind of a process of elimination. But you can pull the dust cover off the front of the uh, transmission underneath the torque converter, and you can look up in there and see it. But a lot of times it will change when you go in and out of gear. That's one of the keys with a broken flex plate or a broken flywheel. So, you know, really and truly, some gray-haired guy like me and about 100 of my friends would probably be able to diagnose that in no time at all. Do you have a regular garage that you use? I don't. Okay. What part of town are you in? Uh, Southeast Mesa. Okay. I don't have anybody that real far south. Thompson's Auto Repair is up on Main Street in Stapley. He's a good guy. And you could call and say, "Um, I've got an engine noise and I can make it happen. Um, can I drive it by? Now, you don't have any oil lights on, right? No other lights? Correct. Okay. Um, uh, the check engine light's on, but I haven't had a chance to check the code. Okay. That would probably be something um, that we... You know, don't drive it anywhere until you find out what that code is and, and if there's a relationship between the code and the clatter. And I don't know, um, your 05 doesn't have a lot of the sophisticated advancing and retarded, the timing and t- advancing and retarding the camshaft and all this other kind of stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that, that car's 16 years old. And, um, and so it's not going to have a lot of the electronics. But, yeah, the, it would be worth it. Now, if you had a knock sensor code on it, the knock sensor is supposed to determine when the, the engine is pinging. But a bad news a rod bearing or a main bearing will give you a knock sensor code too. <laughs> so that you, you you don't want that. <laughs> but to re, re, southeast, you know, just take it. Take if 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 you think you're going to drive it and it's not coming apart at the bottom end and it hasn't changed the noise any, um, it would it would be scary. But you could probably still drive it within a mile of where it's at and just call the shop in advance and. Do you have a you know do you have a master technician or a guy who's really seasoned? I I really prefer um, blue hair or gray hair as opposed to red hair, and um and and say I've got a noise and can you just listen to it and tell me what you think it might be? Okay. All righty. Good luck, Shane. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Gil is the one that answers the phone. He's actually the pilot. I'm in the first class section. Depends on first class or, or coach. Depending on Gil. And uh, and he tells me what to do and what time to get in and out of my brakes and all that kind of stuff. But him and I have been working together, I think it's been 10 years, Gil, because I started um, KKNT, I'm pretty sure it was in October or November of 2011. Yeah, it's something like that. I had more hair back then, too. Oh, you had more hair back then, too. I think both of us may have had that. Now, <laughs> uh, it, it, but to be fair, um, we're talking about the top of our head. We're, f- we're, we're, we're very well covered from the shoulders down. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a comb. <laughs> That's what my wife says. She says, don't you think we should shave your back? I said, nobody sees my back, honey. No, I promise you. Nobody sees Same my here. back. I'm, when I'm weightlifting, I don't have one of those... those um, 
whatever shirts they are. Anyway, 602-508-0960. Okay, um, if you're looking for a two-axle bumper pull trailer, I personally own a 2012 Jayco Featherlight. It's a 27-foot trailer. And um, the, the real thing about this trailer is, is I actually bought it for a member of the family, and then I went through it. And when I went through it, I mean piece by piece. Um, I put two propane tanks on it. I put a new battery. I put a new bus bar up where you could grab power and ground easy as opposed to rewiring everything. I undercoated the wood inside the battery box, new battery, rewired the battery box, installed two new fuses, a new bus bar, red and black for power and ground, uh, one new propane tank, um, added a bar and a plate to resecure the two tanks on the tongue, replaced two broken latches on the exterior door, and I put a propane fuel gauge on it as well. So it's got lots of stuff, and plus it's the water heater's been flushed. The air conditioning's been run forever. Um, the water filters are all clean, all that stuff. But anyway, it's 11000 bucks. If you're interested, mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. I'm going to show you a receipt for $11,884.52. That's what I got in it. I'm selling it for 11000 So, But to be perfectly honest with you, I probably only had about three or $400 worth of parts at my cost. And the 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 biggest uh, expense I actually had was the was the second propane tank, and then the building the the brackets to uh, to put it alongside the other one. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. When it comes to, to the repair of your car, I understand the need to Google things. I do it too. I I do it too. I had a computer the other day with a printer problem, and I had this particular problem, and I was able to find numerous people that were willing to tell me how to fix my computer. In reality, and I'm embarrassed to tell you this, um, I simply powered down my entire radio studio that has a computer in it, and I left for a couple of days, and when I got back, I powered it on, and the problem was gone. So I can't tell you why and I can't tell you when, but I, I do know that had I gone to Google and chased my tail with all the people that offered me um, heartfelt advice, um, with computers and cars too, oftentimes you just, you, just, uh, you just take a break. All right, I have another request from you. If you work on boom lifts, I have a Genie Z boom lift. And um, and and I'm I'm not I'm going to admit I can't get it I can't fix this thing. It's a bi fuel motor, so it has gas and propane. It started and ran beautifully and has for years, but now it cranks over, but it doesn't start now. I do know this. I know that when I add, I artificially inseminate the engine with fuel. It should, if it had spark, it should try to start, but it doesn't. So when I add fuel to it, it's not trying to start, which tells me the timing belt could be bad and this thing is buried within the the, bow, the bowels of this machine so the long and short of it is, is if you know anybody who works on boom lift mark at marksalem.com i'll pay you for your expertise and i'll pay you to help me diagnose it but we're going to have to kind of do it over the phone so i have ohm meters and i can check compression and i i know what coil over ignition is i know where the crankshaft sensor is and all that kind of stuff but i just can't figure this thing out and maybe there's some magic button i don't see so I'd be willing to uh, to pay you for your time. So mark at MarkSalem.com if you, you know someone or if you are a, a, a well-seasoned repair tech for a Genie Z45 slash 25J. That's 45 um, vertical and 25 horizontal. 
and uh, and the J is I don't know, but it's probably buy fuel. <laughs> so yeah, I'm admitting that the car guy is asking for help. The problem I've got is is I can hear the fuel pump running on this, and it stops after just a few seconds, which means it's it's reached maximum pressure. I've got a fuel filter in it, and I've already replaced that, and I blew through it, and it was plugged about 50%, but then I blew through the new one, and it was like blowing through a straw. So I've done some of the fundamental stuff, but man, and here's the thing I'm thinking. I, I th- I'm pretty sure I don't have any spark, because when I in- introduce propane or carburetor spray into the intake of the, of the, of the motor, it doesn't fire. I, it appears I don't also have injector pulse, so I don't have either propane being delivered to the motor or fuel being delivered to the motor. Gasoline, it's gasoline. Um, and normally on an American car and an import car, the crankshaft sensor would be the one that gives that information to the computer. But the crankshaft sensor ohms out perfectly to, compared to a new one. So I'm a little concerned about that. But nevertheless, it doesn't make any difference. If you can help me, then mark at marksalem.com. If you have a car question, all you got to do is call us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The voices that speak for you at your fingertips anytime. Prager, Gorka, Kirk, and more. Live on the 960 The Patriot app. You can listen to The Patriot in many different places, but with The Patriot app, you get access to your favorite shows live, Patriot podcasts, one click to The Patriot website, or to call the station. And you can even set an alarm to wake up to 960. Download the app today on your app store. 960 The Patriot app, the voice that speaks for you. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. There are three steps to succeeding at the business of retirement. Ensure your assets. Ensure your income. And assure your peace of mind. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. Remember, it's up to you to retire to a brighter future. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Well, 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to be here till uh, noon and talking about cars. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. We're really good at give and take. It's kind of like, what's it doing? And you'll notice the first caller, Shane, he had a clatter in his engine. And there's a four, five, six maybe reasons why you'd have a clatter, but each one of them has some specific symptoms. For instance, a clatter can sound like an exhaust leak, a ticking noise, and people would say that that's a clatter or a ticking noise, but it goes away or changes dramatically once the motor warms up. So that's why I ask those kinds of questions is because to try it. But in his case, the noise was there from start up, warm up, all the time, 24-7. It was running. It was clattering. And so I'm a little worried, but there's no oil light on it, and that's okay too. But um, And, of course, Shane had already been in, into the Internet and, and asked for you know lots of advice and stuff, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is they're no better than I am at guessing what's the matter with your car. Just kind of be careful, and if the the default is, is it's you might lose a motor if you drive it, then it's a good idea to call your uh, local friendly tow truck operator or your road service provider and and uh, have the car towed to a repair shop of your choice. So w- when it comes to car repair, what's what's important is that there is a process, and the, in order for the process to be in order for it to be a successful repair and where the customer and the shop are happy with one another, it has to have all of these byproducts. There has to be, the customer has to be in front of the shop, whether it's on the phone or at the front counter, and give us exactly what's going on with the car. Now, it's easy when the wife comes in and she says, you know, I need an oil change and a tire rotation. Piece of cake, no problem. But when it comes to the diagnostic process, we really need to talk to the main driver and that's okay, ladies, because your husband says to take the car in, and you just say, call my husband, here's his cell phone. He can explain what's going on with the car. Those are the kinds of things that we need. We need the give and take and back and forth. Will the car do 60, 70, 80 miles an hour? Yes. Okay. Then it's not a fuel-related problem, because the, if the fuel 
was substandard, if the fuel pressure was substandard, if there was a, a filter that was plugged half up, it's not going to do 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. It's not. So we ask those kinds of questions in an effort to kind of nail down and, and perfect our analysis of it. And, of course, you know the diagnostic time. Um, I would say a third of the time we spend from 75 to $150 looking for it, and then it's one of those that took an hour and a half to find it, and it takes 20 minutes to fix it. And that happens sometimes about a third of the time. I don't want to say anything more than a third so that you don't get the idea that it's going to be 50% of the time or 80% of the time because it's not. But about a third of the time, if we can have a good give and take with the driver, and of course, it has to be somebody on the other end of the phone, on my end of the phone, on the repair shop's end of the phone that, that knows enough to ask, ask the questions. And I can say, of the shops I respect in the Valley, which I, there has to be hundreds of them, they all have people for the front counter and for the phones that have that capability to ask the questions back and forth and so forth. And, of course, if you've tried and couldn't fix it, the minute we open the hood and see all the spark plug wires are brand new and all the spark plugs are brand new, the fuel filter's brand new and the PCV valve's brand new, we can pretty much tell that you've been guessing. And that's okay. If the problem is still there, then you've eliminated a lot. If it's got a fuel filter in it, new fuel filter in it, and it's a, if you, it can be a fuel starvation problem because a new fuel filter put, replaced, um, when we use a new fuel filter to replace an old fuel filter and the symptoms change, at least we're on the right track. And that's what's good about it. That's, those are the things that kind of move us from, from front to back. From the front of the, of the diagnostic process to the successful part, and the shop has a responsibility to identify the problem and the intermittent problems are the worst ones in the world. Those are the ones that give all of us, both you and me, gray hair. Because if it's intermittent, it has to be there when we're looking. Otherwise, all we can do is just start selling you stuff. Let's flush the fuel injectors. Let's clean the EGR valve. Let's replace the distributor weights mechanisms. I mean, you're just kind of guessing. And obviously, the real question happens to be, has it ever left you stranded? And if the answer is no, then let's just continue to drive it until it either you need a tow truck or that the check engine light comes on or that you can tie one and one together. So it's it's not uncommon. There's lots of times where in the heat of the summertime, the the application of the air conditioning is so seamless. We all keep the air on. We all keep it on fan speed three or four or five or whatever. We all do that naturally. But sometimes when you take the air conditioning away and expose yourself to the 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 uh, the uh, searing temperatures, that can change how a car drives and acts and idles, and that's part of the process. And we have a caller. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Paul. Paul, good morning. Good morning. Hey, I just want to put a shout out, and I have a question. Sure. Shout out to Automotive Dynamics down in uh, what Sun City? Yeah, yeah. They worked on my truck. They did a bang up job. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. Chuck Nida and I have been friends since 1968. Um, we were both in in uh, grade school then, of course, and uh, yeah. and uh, he he is um, he's very principled. And he knows right from wrong, like many of us do. So it's not a good idea for our technicians to think that they're going to tease us into something because that's not going to happen. But but it pleases me for the and attaboys. He, I he runs it. a nice, clean shop. Oh, good. 
good, good. I, I think I, you could almost eat off the floor there. Okay. Who was the one that, uh, that, that took care of you? Do you remember the name? I don't remember his name. I, I think he was the owner. I'm not really sure. Okay. All right. Good enough. Good enough. Okay. Well, thank you. Is, is there, uh, well, you said okay. first. My question okay. is, how do you know when it's time to get a new vehicle? Oh, okay. I can answer that. Um, when it starts consuming oil uh, where you're driving around a James Bond car with blue smoke coming out of the tailpipe, or when you're um, constantly experiencing an overheat, which is where the needle is flirting with the red zone or in the red zone. Um, if it, if, and the idle is also another kind of, of way. It's if if the if we're having a pr- tough time with idle and we've got a three or four or five or six or ten codes in the computer, typically, not typically, sometimes. That means that we've got a major motor malfunction. We've got our vacuums dropped from 16 or 18 inches of vacuum to 11. The catalytic converter's plugged up because it's full of oil. The car's been consuming oil and drinking oil like there's no tomorrow. The customer has, you know, cans of 50 weight in the trunk, and he's he's trying to keep the. Those are the kinds of things. Now, that's that's where a car's in in really bad shape. I think you get rid of a car, otherwise, a when your wife tells you to. Or B, when you decide to improve your lot and you're going to go from one kind of a vehicle to another, and if your car still has value, you want to get rid of it before it doesn't. And so a car that has 75 to 100,000 miles, that's got one owner and all the maintenance records in a three-ring notebook, is very valuable as a used car today. How'd I do? Okay. Well, I've had my pickup for about 20-some-odd years. It's got... Uh, two hundred fifty thousand on it, and now it runs like a champ. So I guess I'll keep it for another twenty. And and, and now, if I, I should have clarified at the very beginning, I, I like that, and and so my answer is going to be a lot firmer. Until that thing starts having overheat problems or starts drinking oil, and you're puffing blue smoke, that thing will go continue on. It'll go fine. So there's going to be a reason that it all of a sudden starts drinking oil. And don't let your grandsons take it um, out for the weekend. That would probably be the Monday that it would start drinking oil. But I don't uh-huh. get rid of anything till the mileage or until it starts leaking oil profusely because of the internal pressure within the engine is is, by, is getting past all the gaskets and all the O-rings. That's, that's the time to get rid of it. But in your particular case, I wouldn't be getting rid of it. 602-508-0960. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Hi, this is Sam Stone, the host of Broken Potholes, the show that crashes head-on into the disastrous progressive policies destroying our greatest cities and, in time, our country. Ours is like no other show on the air. You'll hear the truth about what the left is trying to do to destroy our republic, what we can do to fight back, and we're going to have some fantastic guests on every week. That's Broken Potholes every Saturday, 3 p.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. This is Kristen Wagner of Alliance Defending Freedom for townhall.com. 
Baronelle Stutzman is a floral artist who serves everyone, including her longtime customer and friend, Rob, for nearly 10 years. When Rob requested custom arrangements for a same-sex ceremony, Baronelle kindly referred him to other florists. Baronelle couldn't have imagined what would happen next. For nearly a decade, Washington State and the ACLU relentlessly pursued her. They put her livelihood, her shop, and her life savings at risk. But thankfully, a recent settlement brought her case to an end, and Baronelle can retire. And through it all, Baronelle never violated her conscience. She inspired millions to resist government coercion and created professionals to stand up for their rights, including at the Supreme Court right now. This fight is not over. Alliance Defending Freedom continues to fight for your freedom all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And we invite you to join us. I'm Kristen Wagner. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. All about that minutes after 10 o'clock. We're going to be here until noon. So if you have a car question, then you're welcome to give us a call. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And that's because we're at 960 The Patriot, right on the 960 dial. And we're talking about cars. I'm especially good when the husband and wife have a disagreement about something with the car. I'm I'm really good with those kinds of Judge Judy decisions. <laughs> it uh, really depends on if uh, you live in town or out of town, and if you live in the neighbor my neighborhood, I'm going to side with the wife every time. But nevertheless, you can still run it by me. It's um, speaking of of if you know anybody who's a Corvette um, guru kind of guy, and somebody who loves Corvettes. Um, we're going to sell a car 
for one reason, a Corvette for one reason, and that's because my grandsons are getting to drivers, you know, to to the time where they're driving, and this is not a car that they're ever going to drive. And so to ensure that they're never going to get into this car, then I'm going to sell it. And it's a 2006 Z06, uh, and it has 26,000 miles on it. So it's, I mean, I pulled it out of the of the garage not too long ago and put it back on the road for three or four days, which I usually do when I have to run to Tucson or when I have to go back and forth to Payson. And uh, it's it's a car that very gets very little road time. But 2006 Z06, now it's got the LS7 motor, which is the 7 liter, and it's got 505 horse from the factory. But it has a whole lot more right now. And the reason it has a whole lot more right now is is way back in 2006, we put twin turbos on this. So underneath the back of the car in the exhaust, we've got twin turbos, and then we've got the air tubes running through the sill plates, which is the, the piece of the body below the driver's door and the passenger door. And so this is a twin turboed um, Z06. And the regular car runs somewhere in the vicinity of 11 second quarter mile at 127 and so in 11 second quarter mile this now does a nine second quarter mile and in stock it did 127 in the mile per hour and in the traps that we went through it was 149 miles an hour so the car is a beast it's it's not a car that you would put your 16 year old child in and that's exactly the reason why i'm getting rid of it because um it's just I'm not going to take the chance of this car hurting one of the grandsons. So if you know anybody, 2006 Z06 LS7 motor, twin turboed, and we did the installation on the twin turbos back in 2006 on this ourselves. We know that car inside and out, and it's black on black on black on black. It's black everywhere except the outer edge of the wheels have a red powder-coated ring on them. And it's got the heads-up display, and it's got all the benefits of a Z06. So mark at marksalem.com. Mark with a K at Mark Salem, like the cigarette, Salem, S A L E M dot com. If you know anybody with that's interested in a rocket fast Corvette, this certainly is one of the kings of the roads. And and you don't have to I'm told this now. Keep in mind I'm told this that you don't have to be afraid of the Audis and the Mercedes Benzes and the Jaguars and and oftentimes uh not even Maseratis and those kinds of cars because those kinds of cars typically take a lot longer to get up to speed. So they're more high speed road cars where this one goes from zero to G mini Christmas um in in about eleven seconds. Actually less than eleven seconds in about nine seconds. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We had this conversation yesterday at a family function about engine oil. And I'm sure most of you are confused, but I'm going to kind of clean up the engine oil issue for you. We've always had what we called conventional engine oil. That was what we've had since we had cars on the road. And each time we've improved it a little. Now, probably back... In the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, Mobile One came out with their synthetic oil. And that was a big deal, but a synthetic oil simply has a wider protection package. So a regular oil will actually turn to wax at somewhere in the vicinity of 26 degrees uh, down to maybe 10 degrees. But 
a synthetic oil won't turn to a wax to 60 below zero or something like that. So there's a lot of difference with respect to the to everything about oil. So we have a conventional oil, and then we have a semi-synthetic, which is a blend. But nobody will tell you what the blend is. Is it an 80-90 or 80-20, or is it a 50-50? Now, the blend means it's this much conventional oil and this much this much synthetic oil. Then we have the synthetics. So we have three kinds of oil. We have three prices and we have three uses. For instance, the conventional oil, the mother nature oil, the oil we've always had, you're going to have a three to five thousand mile oil change interval. The semi-synthetics, the blended oils, you're going to have somewhere between five and seventy-five hundred mile oil change. And then synthetics is seventy-five hundred to fifteen thousand. So you can see that there's a big difference in how often you have to bring your car in, but it has a lot to do with the oil's performance level. Here's the sin our industry's doing. Some in our industry are selling you a total oil package, a total synthetic package. They have all kinds of fancy names for it. This is the best of the best. Well, if they're going to put the synthetic in, they should move the, your oil change interval should go somewhere in the vicinity of 75 to 15,000 miles. But they don't. They put a 3,000-mile sticker on your car to bring you back in at 3,000 miles when your oil is not even 25% used. That's a problem. That's a problem. So we represent this premium oil package and that explains why it costs you between $125 and $150. But then we bring you back at 3,000 miles when we really shouldn't bring you back till 10 or 12. That's my comfort zone is 10 to 12. That's kind of bad. So keep, uh, uh, and then don't change your kind of oil till you look in your owner's manual and see what available it was. But you can go to a synthetic. I'll give you a quick example. I know I'm up against a break, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I have customers in Ahwatukee and Mountain Park Ranch area that drive three to 5,000 miles a year. I put conventional oil in their cars. They come in once a year for an oil change. We're done. Now, if they go 7,500 miles or thereabouts a year, 75 to 12,000, then typically I'll put them in a semi-synthetic. But if I've got a synthetic and they're the 15 to the 20 mark, I'm going to put them in synthetic oil, and then that way they're going to be coming in depending on their, their manual, between twelve and 15,000 mile intervals. You still have to check your oil, but obviously it's going to save you money over the long run. So beware of that you're paying for the premium oil, but they're using the cheap oil, uh, oil change interval because that way they get to see you every 3,000 miles instead of every 10,000 miles. Makes a difference. We'll be back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hey, folks, it's Seth Leibson here. Right now, my friend Solar Sandy is making it even more affordable to go solar. Not only is she going to pay the entire first year of your solar payments, she is now going to pay $100 per month toward your solar payments in year two. Instead of a huge power bill, how about a rebate check from the power companies? And now, no payments at all in year one and $100 a month off in year two. Make sure to visit AskSolarSandy.com. That's AskSolarSandy.com. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. 
Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I'm Mark Salem. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. We're talking cars. It's called Under the Hood with Mark Salem. I'm a master technician. I've been working on cars since I was in high school in 1968. And um, we work on all kinds of cars from large diesel motorhomes all the way down to little VW Bugs from the uh, 50s and 60s and everything in between. So if you have any questions or you had an argument in the family, I can help you. When it comes to car repair shops, I want to talk about two of them. Auto Dynamics is on the west side of town. It's Sun City's largest and most trusted facility. It's been around since 1982. I've known Chuck for a very, very long time, and they're very proud of their shop. It's on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. But maybe you weren't around then, but Shane called in first. Actually, Paul called in first, and he said that he had stopped by Auto Dynamics, and he said it was really nice, was really clean. They got his car done, and he was very, very happy. And that makes me very happy because, you see, when when we have a, a, a an unsolicited um, caller say how nice they were treated at one of our, our shops, then um, that makes me very, very happy. There's another shop in town, too, uh, Action Auto Repair up at I-17 in Deer Valley that I get compliments on a lot. Northwest corner of Deer Valley and I-17. Tom's been around since 1983, and I knew, I've known Tom since 1983. So he has ASE Master Certified Technicians. He knows right from wrong, and he's not going to trick you and sell you something you don't need. So an oil change starts the process, and the question from the customer should be easy. If you see anything that needs to be dealt with now or in the future, would you please write it on the repair order and put a number to the repair or or the service? That's how it is. It's just that easy. But don't forget, your owner's manual is the Bible for your car. Don't let anybody 
without good reason, don't let anybody change the procedures or change the intervals. It's you're going to hear sometimes that um you, no, you can't go 100,000 miles on your transmission fluid because we're in Arizona. Huh? That's not good enough, and I'm an oil expert, and I'm telling you that's not true either. The fact of the matter is is that, that if you drive 2,000 miles a year, then you should probably have your, oil, your transmission fluid changed after 10,000 miles just because of the moisture inside the transmission because clearly you're warming it up, and then it's cooling down. And so when it cools down, it gets a lot of moisture. But if you drive the car every day, we're going to boil the moisture out every day. So and, and it's not going to be stored with the water or the water vapor inside the uh, inside the component. So Action Auto Repair is a good guy. I seventeen in Deer Valley. When it when you take your car into the shop, I think I can speak for most shop owners and service riders and stuff. We really like it if we can just have a conversation at the front counter, ladies. I know that many times you're told to take the car in and tell them to do this. But it really would help if we just knew why we were doing that. It would help because it, it's going to save a problem where if we, the husband says, have him clean the fuel injectors and, and that'll take care of the mist that he's diagnosed himself. So we spend 100 to $200 flushing the fuel injectors and then you still have the same problem. And it was a vacuum hose at the EGR valve. And we could have fixed that thing for fifty, sixty dollars, because you have to move some of the stuff to get to the vacuum line. But by the same token, it, we would have known. So that happens a lot to the ladies in in, in the uh, in the world, and they just get told by their husbands, "This is what I want." But ladies, your self-defense mechanism is this: Well, what's it doing? Tell me what it's doing, so I can kind of see what I can feel it on the way to the repair shop. So sometimes we don't we don't tell. It's it's an uncomfortable thing for the shop to be in between the the husband and the wife, but then sometimes the wife just says, "Call my husband." That's okay too. Just call my husband, and he'll explain what he wants you to do to the car. And and obviously, if it's going to be, I want you t- to replace all the spark plugs and the wires. We know he's trying to fix something. We know this is his shotgun repair. And we know that the success of this kind of a transaction at best is 50-50. Either he's going to hit it or he's not. <laughs> and by the time you put spark plugs and spark plug wires on a, on a motor, you're talking a lot of money. You're talking two or $300 depending on four-cylinder, six-cylinder, eight-cylinder, whether they're coilover ignition and all the other stuff. It can be expensive. So then when husband brings the car back in and says, hey, it's still doing it, then we say, doing what we were just told to change the spark plugs by your wife we didn't know that there was anything that we were trying to fix we thought that this was something that you know had mileage had dictated oh when you hit this many miles replace your spark plugs and your wires we didn't know why we were doing it but we just did what we were told many of us understand that we're not going to fall for that anymore we're going to be very polite but we're going to ask for permission to talk to the husband and find out what is why are we doing what we're doing just let us in on that so that we can we may very well open up the hood and see one bad wire or diagnose one bad wire do you still want a full set or do you want me just to replace that one because i can just do the one and i know it's going to be fine after i do that because i lifted the wire up i put a piece of wood underneath it and i went and drove the car and this wire's not going to spark to the wood and the car ran great. Then I pulled a piece of wood out and drove it, and da 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 that kind of thing. So that's 
the hard part is the front counters is getting more and more difficult and and what's making it difficult for for shops like mine and many others is Google and all the traffic on the uh, on the radio or on the internet about you know what's the matter with your car nobody can diagnose your car over the phone I promise you that I can't diagnose your car over the radio but what we can do is is I ask questions and you give me one of two or three answers yes no or I don't know or I'll watch for it are you adding oil regularly no okay do you have blue smoke yes okay and you've got an engine miss yes I have a misfire on number seven how long has the blue smoke been there quite a while okay blue smoke means we're consuming oil but it's not that bad but maybe it's affecting the number seven cylinder that has the misfire and maybe that spark plugs dirty so I think the procedure would be because we have a code that points towards number seven let's pull the plug and look at it oh pull it out boom yeah it's bad so let's put a new spark plug in seven now we got to deal with the oil issue oh you're running a synthetic at 200,000 miles a 020 synthetic at zero let's do this let's change our oil brand and go to a 30 weight or maybe a 1040 let's go to a conventional and get away from the synthetic and let's go to the conventional and see if we can control the oil consumption a little bit better instead of using oil with the consistency of water let's try oil with the consistency of chocolate milk maybe and that way if we thicken the oil up a little bit in this old engine maybe we can slow down the oil consumption and make that spark plug last longer that's the kind of conversation you'll have at many of the shops on my website, MarkSalem.com. You click on Best Car Repair Shops. These are the, the gray-haired dogs that have been in the, around the block a couple of times. Each and every one of them is just exactly like me in the sense that we know when we're talking to somebody on what, what's in their best interest. And that's really the big deal. The big deal is is when the shop is regurgitating the diagnosis to you, and they're giving you the bill is that fixing your problem or is that padding their wallet and of course you'll know because when you pick up your car and if your problem's not fixed you're going to be mad and rightfully so folks that's even happened to me that's happened to us where we went in we diagnosed a problem we fixed the problem and the car came back it had a symptom just like it we have no choice we either give them the money back on the first one and fix the second one or we fix the second one for free providing it's not an engine replacement or something stupid like that that's that's just that's just a part of the game not game i don't mean that part of what happens to us in car repair i'll take the call who's that uh say hello to alan alan good morning good morning mark how are you sir i'm good thank you for asking sir um two questions actually got a 2010 hyundai accent and struggling with diagnosing um Speedometer doesn't work. Replace the input shaft, input sensor, and um, another one. Replace two sensors thus far. And the last one, I think, is called the output shaft sensor. Okay. My check engine light is not on. It shifts properly. Just no no speedometer and no cruise okay. control. Okay. Um, the first thing that I'd do if I was driving the car is I'd drive it, and um, and while I drove it, I would hit the dashboard starting from the passenger side and hit it. All <laughs> well, you can laugh all you want, but that's what I do. I can't tell you how many times I fix things like this doing that. So oh, I'm just yeah. looking for a bad connection. You, you, you're. Gotcha. 
you you have you have an output shaft, and that's really the one we're looking for. Is that sensor? That's going to tell you what the speed is. It's not going to be anything right. else. And and so um, you you but you don't have any hard codes, and that kind of bothers me. So I'm thinking maybe the signal's being sent, but there's no checks and balances to see if this if we're going to display the right signal. So there's no code that says, oh, your speedometer went dark. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you have all the other gauges on your dashboard? Is it possible that the, the circuit board's bad and we're just not displaying the speed? No, they are working. Okay. Okay. Um, the, uh, we don't fix... A, a little... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, we don't fix things based on codes. Um, we, we we fix things based on, you know, what's, what's the root of the problem. Um, the code virtually 50% of the time it says I've got a speed sensor code and it's not going to be a speed sensor code or it's going to be something else. I'm just wondering too on your 10, on your 2010, if if we're picking up the speed on one of the wheel sensors and it's probably got traction control and it probably has ABS and those call for four yeah. sensors. And so I'm wondering if one of the sensors on one of the wheels that's supposed to report just to the speedometer, and I'm just guessing, and if that were the case, then I'd go drive it with my scanner, and I'd ask to look at all four wheels, and then lo and behold, the right rear wheel says zero, and all the rest of them say 39 miles an hour. And so that, right. at that point, I'm going to go back. But then again, that almost always sets a hard code, too. And you said that there is no yeah. codes. Yeah, well, I had someone replace the uh, the last sensor, the, uh, uh, I think it's the input, one that's up behind the left front wheel. Okay. At the bottom of the transmission, and he cleared all the code. So he said, if it, if it still doesn't work, um, it's probably that output shaft sensor. Okay. The one with the gear on it. Okay. Well, um, you, you know, if if that's if he's, I think I'd have a talk with him and say, how many more guesses is there, and how sure are we now? And um, do you feel pretty good about that? Because if he has a scanner, he should be able to watch both the input and the output sensor. Right. And I'm, so if, I'm somewhat complicit. I broke one of your golden rules uh, offered a self-diagnosis. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. My brother does that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, it's okay. It's okay. It, it's just I think you'd be better served by having, having somebody with a, 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 a little a better scanner maybe and have them go out and look. I want to see all four wheels moving. And when I make a hard right turn, I want to see the outer t wheels turning at a faster speed than the inner wheels because the outer arc in the right turn is less. Right. And, that, and, I, and then I want to go fast, and I want to go through all the gears. And so right. I think that that would be the first place I'd want to start is that. And then I'd probably look up and see if we're having a problem and get the part number for the output sensor. And if it's already been superseded five times, that means that they had A, and it was a piece of crap, and B, and C, and D, and E were all pieces of crap, and now we have E or F. <laughs> and so those are kinds of things that we have our parts department do. How many versions of this you know, output shaft do we have? 
we have only one. Okay, good. That means it's a good one. And if I have to put one on, I'll feel pretty good about it. But that's kind of how it works. I'm up against a break. i got to take, take off. But if we want to, you can continue the conversation with me at mark at marksalem.com. 602 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.